Prepare your heart to be moved by God through the preaching and teaching of His Word as delivered at Truth Gatherer's Dream Center Church. Scripture reading comes from Joshua, the 24th chapter, 14 through the 15th verse. Now to fear the Lord, now fear the Lord and serve Him in all faithfulness. Throw away the gods of your ancestors. I'm reading from the NIV. Throw away the God of your ancestors. Worship beyond the Euphrates River in Egypt and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Remember that. Choose ye this day whom you will serve whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Cross reference that to Exodus 32 and 26. Many know that we're in a series. This is the Exodus and I believe this. We have reached. Hallelujah. The pinnacle of this series hallelujah hallelujah and it reads exodus 32 and 26 so he stood in the entrance this is moses he stood in the entrance to the camp and said whoever is for the lord come to me and all the levites rallied to him one version said who's on the lord's side hallelujah Hallelujah. Many, like I said, many of us know that we've been in a series. This is an exodus. God has really blessed us in this series. Hallelujah. Through Pastor Joe. Hallelujah. That God gave him this series for us. And hallelujah. Myself and Elder Ezekiel. Hallelujah. We have um, had the opportunity to minister to you. Hallelujah. And so the Lord gave me a word concerning this word concerning this is an exodus today. Hallelujah. And the title of my message is choose ye this day whom you will serve. Hallelujah. And if I could give it a subtopic, who's on the Lord's side? Hallelujah. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. Who's on the Lord's side? Hallelujah. In life, we have to make choices. Sometimes choices that we make are not always the best choice. Hallelujah. Sometimes choices can either make us or break us. Hallelujah. But we all have a choice. God just doesn't make us do anything. He gives us a choice. Hallelujah. You could choose to do right or you could choose to do wrong hallelujah but remember we all have a choice hallelujah we have a choice times I have made decisions that I felt was the right decision only to run into a brick wall only to run into problems because I didn't make the right decision hallelujah so I didn't choose the right decision Hallelujah. But we all have a choice. Y'all bear with me here in my main my main focus of 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 um, scripture revolves around Exodus. Hallelujah. And here in the 32nd chapter of Exodus, 
Hallelujah. Moses was up on the mountaintop. Hallelujah. He was up there talking to the Lord. Getting instructions from God. Hallelujah. The Bible gives us to know that Moses had have, have went to the mountaintop at least eight different times. Mount Sinai. Hallelujah. Moses was a leader that was chosen by God. He was preserved. Hallelujah. When the Egyptians early in the Exodus, when the Egyptians, Pharaoh had sent the soldiers out to kill all the, the Hebrew boys. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, Moses' mother preserved him. Hallelujah. She put him in a basket and put him in the Nile River because she wanted to preserve her son. Hallelujah. He preserved his life. Hallelujah. Sometimes in life, you got to preserve some things that you don't want the enemy to take from you. Hallelujah. So here, Moses, in the 19th chapter, hallelujah, when Moses went to the mountain, hallelujah, there was three months after the exodus. They had already left Egypt. Hallelujah. In Egypt, Moses went and delivered the people after he had fled. So let me back up. He fled Egypt after seeing one of his brothers, hallelujah, being beaten by one of the Egyptians. Hallelujah. And so, and so while he was being uh, beaten by one of the Egyptians, hallelujah, Moses came out and smite the Egyptian soldier. And so Moses fled into the wilderness. So he's in the wilderness and, and he comes and, and he gets to the wilderness and, and while he's in the wilderness, he end up seeing Jethro, his father-in-law, daughters at the well and he began to help them or whatnot and then he end up being in the sheep herd and then he went out into the wilderness again. And while he was out, he ran into a burning bush. And I'm just paraphrasing just to move right along into the story. And so the angel of the Lord was, was flaming in the burning bush and then the Lord spoke out of the burning bush. Hallelujah. And so the story goes on as God gives instructions to Moses. So he goes in three months after Exodus. Hallelujah. His first trip to Mount Sinai in Exodus 19. Hallelujah. He ascends in the mountain. Hallelujah. He tells Moses that he is to offer a covenant. God was going to make a covenant with his people. Hallelujah. Moses went up the second time. In order to relay the people's response to offer a covenant, hallelujah, he went back up to the mountain. Hallelujah. And God began to speak audibly to Moses. Hallelujah. In a thick cloud so that all the people would trust him. The third time that Moses went up to the mountain, uh, God was speaking to him again, which implies that Moses may have climbed Mount Sinai again. Hallelujah. Moses consecrates the people in preparation of the Lord's appearance on the mountain. Hallelujah. On the third day while he was up there on this uh, particular time. Hallelujah. There was thunder and lightning. A thick cloud of, uh, uh, covered over the mountain. And there was a loud trumpet blast that came from the mountain. The fourth time Moses went up to the mountain. God summons Moses to come on up to the mountain. Hallelujah. I'm hearing the song say I'm coming up. Oh, hallelujah on the rough side of the mountain hallelujah I'm pretty sure Moses ain't went up on the rough side of the mountain hallelujah when I see a mountain now I see that there's some terrain that you got to navigate to to get to the top you got the hole here and hold there hallelujah so you don't slip and fall so I just I can't even imagine what type of mountain that he had to climb hallelujah 
So he goes up the fourth time. And this time God summons Moses to the top of the mountain in order to have him warn the people not to draw near to the mountain while his presence is on Mount Sinai. Hallelujah. God then delivers the Ten Commandments audibly. Hallelujah. The fifth time Moses goes to the mountain. Hallelujah. God gives Moses various laws. Hallelujah. The sixth time Moses goes to the mountain. Hallelujah. God summoned him up. This time he brings Aaron. Hallelujah. And his sons. Hallelujah. Nadab and Abihu. And 70 elders. Hallelujah. Were with him. So God. So Moses built the altar. Hallelujah. At the foot of the mountain. Y'all follow me. Stay with me. And then God did command Moses to continue on up Sinai in order to receive the stone tablets that God had prepared. Hallelujah. So on the seventh time, Moses go back to the Lord in Exodus 32. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Back up Exodus 24 and 30, 31. Hallelujah. And then this time at the, unfortunately uh, at the foot of the mountain, the Israel, Israelites had built an altar. They had built a golden calf and were committing idolatry. Man of God away, people of God running buck wild. They were running wild, partying. They didn't know how long went if Moses was even living because he had been on the mountaintop for 40 days and 40 nights. I can't imagine that my leader that I that I've been following all this time he he goes away hallelujah and and, and, I, and I'm and I'm in the camp and I don't know if something has happened to him hallelujah so the people hallelujah while Moses was away and and Moses was getting all the instructions from God and getting the the the, the ten commandments hallelujah the people go crazy they go to Aaron the priest. Say they need to build an altar. They need to build a an a, 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 a altar, build a, a, a idol, and so to build make make their own god a golden calf, as the as the word of God says. There was a golden calf here. Aaron had all the the the, the, the women to bring all their gold and whatever they had that would help bring the calf together. Hallelujah! How many know that God is a jealous God? Hallelujah! He said, "I will have no other gods before me." Holly, check your Ten Commandments. Hallelujah. So God say, I'm a jealous God. So while they're up on the mountaintop, hallelujah, God is talking to Moses and he began to tell me, um, your people, your, your people, um, they have defiled my relationship. They have defiled my covenant. Let me just paraphrase. I'm going to go into scripture. And it says, then Moses, okay, let me back up. On this ninth verse, the Lord said, on the seventh verse, I'm sorry. And the Lord said to Moses, go get down for your people whom you brought out of the land Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. They have made themselves a molded calf and worshiped it and sacrificed to it and said, this is your God. Oh, Israel, that brought you out of the land. And the Lord said to Moses, at Exodus 32 and 9, And the Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people, and indeed is a stiff-necked people. Hallelujah. Now, therefore, let me alone. Moses up there, 
God says, and the Lord says, go down for your people. Hold up. As I read that, what do you mean, God? Your people. You telling Moses, your people? When these are the same people who you call my people while they were in Egypt? But he says, your people. It, and I can hear the Lord say, because if they were my people, which were called by my name, they will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked way. Then I will hear from heaven and heal their land. But they're your people. Hallelujah. They're your people. They're yours today. Hallelujah. At this moment. They're stiff-necked people. You know, we could be stiff-necked people. We, 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 don't, we don't always walk in the will of God. We don't always do the things that God has called us to do. We don't always say the things that God has called, told us to say. We don't always go the places that God has told us to get go. Hallelujah. We have become stiff-necked people. Hallelujah. This is an exodus. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. Who's on the Lord side your people because they ain't my people right now because my people will obey, obey me hallelujah because my people will be if they willing obedient they will eat the good of the land and my people they will wait on the lord again i say wait on the lord hallelujah they will wait on their leader hallelujah my people would have just humbled themselves hallelujah my people would have just have prayed hallelujah had, had aaron been in a place with the lord he should have rebuked them but he allowed the pressure to get to him. Sometimes we can allow pressure to get the best of us. Hallelujah. When the heat is in the kitchen, you want to get up out of the kitchen because you, you can't breathe. It's taking your breath away. Hallelujah. Because of the pressure, because of the, the pressure of the heat. Hallelujah. Sometimes I'm in the kitchen and, 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 my, and Mama Kitty, hallelujah, which is my aunt, she's baking. Hallelujah. And sometimes the heat rises in the kitchen. I believe, Lord, it's hot in here. Hallelujah. The pressure, the pressure, the pressure. In life, you're going to have pressure. It's what you do under pressure. Hallelujah. Will you come out like a diamond out there? It's under pressure. Hallelujah. Or will you come out like dust? Hallelujah. Will you come out like ashes? Hallelujah. After being under pressure. Hallelujah. But I believe that God got some people that's going to come out like diamonds. Hallelujah. After they don't been under pressure. Hallelujah. So I declare that while you under pressure. Hallelujah. That you're going to come out like a diamond. You're going to come out sparkling. Hallelujah. You're going to come out that others may see you afar. Hallelujah. Because because they don't even know what you've been through. Hallelujah. But when you come out, it's going to be like ain't nothing. No films. Nothing has touched you. Hallelujah. Pressure. Hallelujah. I'm coming out. And when I'm coming out, I'm coming out here. When I'm coming out, I'm coming out whole. Hallelujah. When I come out, I'm coming out better. When I come out, I'm coming out wiser. When I come out, I'm coming out stronger. Hallelujah. I'm coming out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm coming out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For the life of me, I can't understand when God deliver you from something. Why do you go back? Why do we go back when God delivers us from something? Uh, do I continue in sin therein? Or do I resist the devil and flee? Why, people? I've been guilty. You have been guilty. When God has delivered you, hallelujah, many of us have went back to where we was. 
when Israel got delivered, hallelujah, they were going through things and the pressure began to weigh them down. They wanted to go back to Egypt. Well, they were fed good, hallelujah, but not realizing that the more they were being oppressed and they were being beaten, beaten, they were being abused. Hallelujah, what scripture say the more that they were oppressed, the more that they multiplied. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why do we go back? Hallelujah. So many of us have fallen to number one where we minimize the limited power of the enemy. So we play with the tools. We play with the tools of sin. We separate us from God. The tools of sin. Mm. What are those tools? Hallelujah. Some can be, uh, well, we already know adultery, fornication, lying, murder, stealing, covenants, putting other gods before God. Hallelujah. The tools of sin. I've been in it. I participated in sin. I loved it. I embraced it. It became affectionate to me sin hallelujah but we find ourselves participating so god is trying to see us through but we allow our flesh to keep us in it whatever the problem i know that the lord will see us through so says he will see us through yes he will god will see us through god is trying to tell us something but we shut our ear gates off to his voice he said my sheep know my voice and a stranger they will not entertain when moses was on the mountain mountain top the people went to aaron and, and again and they started murmuring and complaining moses you've been gone moses been gone too long hallelujah i can see some of us the lord jesus been gone too long when you're coming back lord hallelujah lord you, you, you've been saying you've been coming back for generations and generations lord but yet i'm going through going through when you're coming back lord do i hold on or do i give up many people have given up because they've been waiting for the coming of the lord many people have turned their backs on god and say they don't believe in god because they hadn't seen the manifestation of god so they say they don't believe no more. Many great men, hallelujah, great women have turned their back on God. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. Hallelujah. So the God says, warning comes before destruction. God likes to warn us before we run into destruction. Hallelujah. As I said earlier, had Aaron been fasting and praying while Moses was on the mountaintop, he would have rebuked them. He would have, he, but he wasn't. He had conformed to their way. Hallelujah. He had conformed to their way of thinking. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. He wasn't transformed. He was conformed. He allowed the pressure of the moment to get to him until he gave in to their desires. Be ye transformed. Don't be conformed, but be ye transformed. Hallelujah. I have been conformed to many things that's not of God. Hallelujah. Truth be told, you have too. Hallelujah. As people, uh, we cannot be so easily persuaded to conform to the things that's not of God. Hallelujah. Scripture says in Romans 8 and 38 through 39, God will give us the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. What do you mean? Hallelujah. When you have pressure on you, hallelujah, God will give you a garment of praise. Hallelujah. For the spirit that you're carrying on you. 
Had the people begin to praise God? Had the people prepare, hallelujah, for the, for the men of God to come in like our praise team? Example, they praised the Lord prior to the men of God ministering the word of God. So they already already set the, 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 the tone for the service. Hallelujah. How we should flow. Hallelujah. So there's an atmosphere of worship. There's an atmosphere of praise. So had the people created that atmosphere, Moses wouldn't have had to come down. But God sent him down. God, what he said, your people, he told Moses, leave me alone. Who want God to tell you to leave him alone when we rely on him? When he's our source of strength, when he's our source of deliverance, when he's our source of breakthrough. But he said, leave me alone. Get on down. It had grieved his spirit. And so God would give you a garment of praise for the spirit of heaven. God has delivered them from the hand of their oppressor. They should have been praising him. If I would have been in bondage 400 years, back then they lived a long time. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. I would have been running and jumping and shouting and praising God. And then I've been free. Hallelujah. For whom the Son is set free, I was free indeed. Hallelujah. I was free. You are free today. Hallelujah. We are free today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. By the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Hallelujah. So God, they were murmuring and complaining about their circumstances. Hallelujah. But we should have, what Aaron should have did, he should have cried out. As the scripture says, spare not. Lift up your voice like a trumpet and show my people their transgressions. Hallelujah. Aaron should have cried aloud against the idolatry mindset. Hallelujah. He should have cried aloud against the sin that had beset them. Hallelujah. He should have cried aloud and showed the people their transgression while the men of God was praying, while the men of God was fasting. The Bible says he didn't eat or drink for 40 days and 40 nights. Cry aloud. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Take him we got to choose the Lord today. Whose side are you on? Scripture gives us to know that while he was, while he was, uh, when he came down from the mountaintop and he said, and he said, uh, whose side are you on? That the Levites came up to him. The Levites came up. Hallelujah. The priests, hallelujah. They came and they stood by him. And when they stood by him, God had equipped them. They had swords. Hallelujah. So God told him, Moses told him to go and kill their brothers. What? Kill their brothers. 3,000 Israelites that were in the camp was killed by the Levites. 3,000 were killed. He said to go kill them. Thank God for grace. Thank God for Jesus. Hallelujah. Because he could send an a, 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 a army of angels just to annihilate all mankind because of our sins. Hallelujah. Because it separates us from God. Hallelujah. But we thank God for Jesus. We thank God for the blood. Hallelujah. That was shed for us. Hallelujah. There's nothing like the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. There's no power like the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. That can bring us deliverance. That can show grace. That can show mercy. Hallelujah. The blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. And I'm propelling through the message so I don't be up here too much longer. Hallelujah. But he had them and they killed the Israelites. Now, jump forward into Acts. Hallelujah. When Peter stood up. Hallelujah. He killed 3,000 in Exodus. 
Hallelujah. But in Acts, when the Holy Ghost came, ha, thank you, Jesus. When the Holy Ghost came, hallelujah, Peter stood up and 3,000 was saved. Hallelujah. Why don't you clap your hand right there? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give God praise. Hallelujah. For salvation has come into you today. Hallelujah. 3,000 killed in one part. Hallelujah. But God, hallelujah, had grace and mercy. And 3,000 was saved. Hallelujah. In Acts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Taking sides. Hallelujah. Sometimes we look through the lens. Hallelujah. We look through the, the through look look at the world through the, a lens, a little lens in our eye, and we tend to believe what we see. And we also look at the world through a spiritual lens as Christians and spiritual as Christians, our spiritual lens is Christ. We interpret the word, which is the Bible. And the world through the lens of Christ, which is right and proper, we as Christians. Our basis of, of this is Jesus, who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And the Holy Spirit leads us into truth. Hallelujah. This sermon is one that is hard because you see God kill the people, his own people. But there was three points that I was trying to get to. Hallelujah. Point number one, taking sides. And when Moses saw the people were naked, naked. What do you mean they were naked? For Aaron had made them naked unto their shame among their enemies. They were naked. Otherwise, their enemies were their Malachites. Hallelujah. And so, what do you mean they were naked? This doesn't mean they were completely naked, but it means they had become vulnerable. This verse is more than just being naked. Through their sin, the Israelites had become vulnerable to their enemies. Hallelujah. And Moses was actually aware of this. They had become physically vulnerable. Instead of being alert and on guard, they were partying. If the Amalekites had attacked them at that moment, instead of, uh, attacked them at that moment, instead of defeating them in Exodus 17, they would have been obliterated. <laughs> I can't even say the word. <laughs> Y'all laugh at me. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it would have been gone. <laughs> Thank God for laughter. <laughs> but God would have wiped them out. So they were physically vulnerable. They weren't on their post. They weren't praying. They weren't watching as the word of God says. Watch as well as pray. They were not watching. They was not praying. Yeah, they was watching through their flesh eyes, but they wouldn't watch it through their spiritual eyes. Hallelujah. So when we sin, God removes his, his hand of protection from our lives. Hallelujah. They were also spiritually vulnerable. Their sin had exposed them to their spiritual enemy, Satan, who was always looking for an opportunity to destroy God's plan. He come to kill, steal, and destroy he goes to and fro throughout the land like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We see that it's in Romans when Paul shows us the root of our immortality to idolatry. It starts, this, it starts here. They exchange the truth about God for a lie. Therefore, God had given them over to their sinful desires and morality. Hallelujah. And so as we move forward, hallelujah, the same is for us today. Whose side are you on? Choose ye this day whom you will serve. 
I remember the times that I got connected to things that were not of God. As I said earlier, pornography, it became who I was. I embraced it. I relished it. I participated in it. It created a fantasy that was not reality. And so I'm separating myself away from God because now I have took on a sinful nature. I wanted to I wake up. I think about it. I go to sleep. I think about it. I don't know. I'm not the only one. Men and women alike have dealt with this spirit and it has crept into the church. Can't wait on you, man, because it's too hard. Can't wait on your wife because it's too hard. Can't be faithful to your wife because of issues. Can't be faithful to your husband because of issues. There's struggles that go on in people's lives. There's issues. I've had those same issues. Didn't want to be married. Didn't know how to love. Didn't know how to treat my wife. Didn't know how to uh, um, mentally be affectionate to her. How to physically be affectionate because I had so much on the inside. So much that wasn't of God. Leading me to places that I shouldn't have been. Leading me to do things that I shouldn't have done. I've been guilty as charged. Hallelujah. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. I had created it as an a, a, a idol for me. I look forward because it's almost like I was worshiping that behavior. I had be, uh, 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 begin to embrace it. Hallelujah. And so we have to uh, know when the enemy is trying to take your life. We have to be on guard. We have to pray. Constantly, we have to pray. We're not perfect people. We have issues. Hallelujah. We were born in the sin and shaped in iniquity. We have issues. We have struggles, some knowingly and some unknowingly, but we all have some struggles. We all have places in our life that we just don't like. Hallelujah. So we all have to seek the face of God. Hallelujah. So we have to put idolatry to death hallelujah who's on the lord's side hallelujah choose ye this day whom you will serve hallelujah because it's serving the lord hallelujah will pay off after a while we hope you've been blessed by this fresh word from truth gatherers dream center church pastor joseph davis and the congregation invite you to join them you can find more information by following them on social media. Just look up Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. And we pray that God will bless you richly and abundantly in the coming days, knowing that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him.